Welcome to the Maybe I Can podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Weiss. I'm here to motivate and inspire you to stop using your circumstances as an excuse, just like I used to. An excuse to not take control of your life. It's time to stop living your life on autopilot and start taking purposeful action to create the life you truly desire. Let's do this together. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Maybe I Can podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Weiss. And I'm thinking, now that I am posting my podcast on YouTube, these headphones, maybe I got to figure out how to lose them. I don't know. If you're not listening to me on YouTube, then just ignore me. So before we jump into today's topic, I'm excited to share with you something that I'm going to be doing over the next seven weeks. I'm very excited about And it's going to be a lot of work, but I've been thinking about it for a long time. And here's what it is. Every day, Monday through Friday, between now and December 23rd, or maybe December 20, what is that, Wednesday, whatever, you get the idea. I haven't decided that. I am going to be dropping a podcast daily. Other than Wednesdays, those other four days, they're going to be just very short episodes. I'm thinking like somewhere between one and three minutes, maybe not even that long, just to give you food for thought every day. Because that's something that has always helped me. I once had a coach who sent an inspirational text every morning or an inspirational audio message. And I found that helpful just to kind of keep you on track. So I want to do the same for you. Let's see how it goes. Hopefully you'll be listening or or watching on YouTube because I'm going to post some on YouTube as well. I'd love some feedback. With that said, so let's get started with what I'm here to talk about today. And today's topic is journaling. Now, if you're like me or if you're like I was, don't press pause, or stop. I was not a believer in journaling. The idea made me uncomfortable. And it took me a long time to go from that, I can't journal mindset to, well, maybe I can. So whether you're like I was, or you're already journaling, or you're somewhere in between, This episode is for you. So no pause, no stop, none of that. Why journaling? Why even do it? I mean, it it can help you in so many different ways. It can give clarity to your goals or just mentally help clarify the thoughts that are in your head that you might not have even known were in there until you actually started to journal. It could open up your creativity. It can relieve stress. Depending upon what you're doing with that journal, it could bring more gratitude into your life. Maybe if you're journaling at night, it could help you relax and it could help you reach your goals. And it helps you with self-discipline because it requires discipline. I'm not going to lie. It's not something that you just pick up, or at least 
not everyone, and it wasn't me. I didn't just say, okay, I'm going to try this and this is easy. And I loved it from day one and I continued. Nope. The way I started was with the first coaching program that I was ever a part of as a student. One of the requirements or suggested requirements was to fill out this journal that the coach provided us with. And in that journal, it had some prompts, so I didn't have to stare at a blank page. It gave me some fill-ins, fill-in-the-blank kind of thing. And the stress and overwhelm I felt was unbelievable. And for me, I think I've used to have that perfectionist mindset and that I'm a good little student. And if my brother's listening, I know he's rolling his eyes, but I'm a good little student. I want to get A's. And what if I'm not doing it right? Even though I knew I wasn't going to get a grade, we weren't sharing these journals with our coach. This was for us, but it didn't make a difference. It was kind of like that just feeling of my own judgment of myself. That's what it was. It was self-judgment. And what if I was doing it wrong? And then that it was, wasn't was effective. I mean, all of these negative thoughts that were floating through my head. And when I did start, it was not easy at first. It took me several weeks to pick up the momentum and then start to actually look forward to each morning when I got to fill out my journal. Now, there's different types of journals and there's no law that says that you have to fill it out in the morning. This journal that I'm talking about, it was a little bit like a daily journal. I don't know if you've heard about a bullet journal, like that is a systematic way to journal that has a specific, I mean, you can of course adapt anything to your own uses, but that has a specific way with your goals and your to-do list and all of that. You can be as systematized as that, or maybe not so much. You could just have a to-do list and maybe have on there a couple of things that you're grateful for every morning. And maybe that's good for you. I once got a specific type of journal, which was a gratitude journal as a gift. And this is when I was first starting to journal. And the prompts in that journal called for morning and nighttime entries. And in the morning, it also had fill in the blanks. I don't recall what they were, th things I'm grateful for, but then it, it broke it down a little further. And in the morning, I was good. I filled it in no problem. But at night, I couldn't do it. Now, I say I couldn't do it. I chose not to do it, let's say. I tried, but I just was struggling with the habit. For me, I was doing my morning journaling in my kitchen, which is in the downstairs of my house, and my bedroom is upstairs. I'm a morning person. So to add something at night, is hard for me. That's not when my mind is working. That's when I go upstairs. I just want to be done. I could have opened up the journal, which 
probably this would have made the most sense, at the kitchen table before I went to bed and filled out the evening portion. But instead, I would carry the journal upstairs with me and then be at my bedside trying to fill it in as I was ready, right before I was ready to lay down and go to sleep. And then I would have to remember in the morning to carry the journal downstairs. And you know, as I'm talking to you right now, I'm thinking to myself, why didn't I try to fill it out at the kitchen table before I went to bed? I don't know, maybe see, I'm teaching myself something. Maybe this is something that I need to revisit. Some people keep a travel journal when they're traveling, which is great but most of us aren't traveling all the time. You artists out there, you know what? It doesn't have to be a journal that you write in. Maybe you sketch something or take pictures, whatever it is. There's so many different ways and there's no right way or wrong way. Just like, when do you fill it out? Well, that's up to you, really. The best time to fill it out is when you're going to fill it out. So in the case that I just described, in my own case, filling it out in the evening, not the best time for me to be consistent. You know what works for you. If you're a morning person or a nighttime person, maybe afternoon is good. Maybe you have a a lunch break or something in the afternoon where you have some downtime. Some people fill it out in the afternoon and maybe reflect on their morning and talk about what they're going to do in the evening. Again, there, there is no right and wrong. And that is probably my biggest message because I didn't realize that. And I was the one putting pressure on myself. You have to experiment. Just like anything new that we try, we don't know what's going to work for us. So if you try one type of journal or you purchase a journal and that journal doesn't work for you or the time or whatever that variable is, that doesn't mean that you say, you see, I told you journaling is not for me. Nope. You've got to say, okay. This time, this type of journal, any of these things doesn't work for me. Now, what else can I try? It's an experiment. It's an experiment. So when you start, okay, start with what's the best time of day? Make a decision. I think for most of us, we pretty much know what our best time of day is. So, all right, check that box. Where are we going to do it and when? It's habit, what the heck is it called? I can't think of the names. Habit stacking, that's it. Habit stacking. I'm going to associate after I finish my breakfast, the next thing that I do as soon as I'm done is write in my journal. That way I have that trigger, breakfast, journal. So figure out a place and a time. Breakfast, kitchen table. That's my place. I know pretty much I eat breakfast, right? Especially Monday through Friday when I've got to go to work. I eat right around the same time. So figure that out. Next, one of the things I found difficult was the idea of taking a blank piece of paper every morning and writing. What was I supposed to write? What's the most beneficial? It was was too stressful. So I liked prompts. 
I liked people or the page to ask me a question or fill in the blank and I fill it in. And I think if you're new to journaling, that is probably the easiest way to get started. And the other thing I would say, when you're filling out that journal, be honest with yourself. Sometimes those prompts could ask you a question and you don't really want to write down what the real answer is because you're not proud of it. You don't want to think about it. It brings up a negative emotion or trauma that you don't want to deal with. And that's exactly the reason why you need to be honest with yourself. Give it a couple weeks. Give it a couple weeks. And like I said, it's an experiment. See how it goes. See what you like. See what you don't like. See what time works. Place all, all of the things and then switch it up. Because I think what most people have a trouble with is either giving up too quickly or being consistent because it's just like any new habit when you first start it, it's difficult. I mean, it's just not part of our routine. I I've heard all different kinds of statistics. I don't know. Does it take 21 days to build a habit? Does it take six weeks? I don't know how long it takes. Maybe each of us is different, but let's just say that it takes at least three weeks to build a new habit. So stick with it for three weeks. I have to say, I feel like when I started journaling, that was probably around the time that I was like, okay, I think I've got this. But I was very honest and accountable to myself, right? And I, I made sure maybe when I came downstairs first thing in the morning, I took the journal and I placed it on the kitchen table so it was staring at me. Because another thing that could make people nervous is the whole privacy concern. I didn't want somebody else to pick up my journal, somebody else in my family, and start reading it. So when I finished it for the morning, I hid it somewhere. But then that does pose the problem that it's not in my plain vision in the morning. So out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. So you do have to get in the habit, if you are concerned about privacy, of making sure that you don't allow putting it away to derail you from being consistent because you need to be consistent. I have to say, I, I'll tell you that I did the prompt thing for a really long time. And then probably about a year and a half ago, I said, okay, it's time. I'm going to stare down that blank piece of paper and I'm going to win. And I didn't know it was going to happen. Uh, literally, like my heart was racing looking at a blank piece of paper. It's so ridiculous on so many levels. But I was, I was nervous. But once I started writing, and I mean, I don't even remember. I think I started writing. This is my first time and I have no idea what to write. And then I kept on with that train of thought. And it amazed me how that train of thought took me down another path, another track and boom, 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 all over the place to wind up writing 
about something I didn't even know was on my mind. And I was hooked the first time because I was amazed. So what I decided to do about a year ago is create my own journal with all of the different aspects of other journals that I really liked. Now, you can go on my website, debbierweiss.com, and under the first heading, there are free resources and journaling pages called Morning Sprinkle of Goodness are there for you to download. You just have to put your email address and those pages, that PDF will go right to your inbox. Now, if you're on video, I'm showing you how this is what they look like. This is them in color and they're actually several pages. And I'd love your feedback because one of the things that I think might be a little intimidating are there are a lot of prompts. And what I'm going to tell you is you don't have to fill them all in. You can pick and choose because, again, I'm not looking over your shoulder grading you. And I don't fill in all the prompts every day. Some days it's too much. Maybe I just pick the things that are my priority for the day. <laughs> Yikes, this cough. All right, so for those of you just listening, I'm going to read some of the things that are on here so you have an idea. So even if for whatever reason you don't get to print off the journal, you can always do this on a blank piece of paper. But it is a lot nicer, at least I think it is, to look at the pretty paper and the pretty boxes and stuff that I have on here. The first thing I have on here is what are the top three things I must do today? And that's the first thing on the page because I don't know about you, but I am always like I wake up and right away my head starts with what's my to-do list? What's going on today? What do I have to make sure happens? And so by putting that first and writing down the top three things, it kind of like clears my mind a little bit. Let me just add something else. One, an important thing to do is to keep this with you all day right? Because we're going to forget. We're going to forget. Come 11 o'clock in the morning, this is going to be a distant memory once you get into your day. So I like to take this, the first page, sometimes the second page, depending, and I'll show you, and keep it on my desk the whole entire day so that I'm always looking at it and always reminded. So top three things to do today. It's got a little Circle. So if you want to check it off or color it in or whatever, if that makes you happy, cross it off. I always get satisfaction personally out of the check or the cross off. So that's there. And then it has some fill in the blanks. I'll make someone smile today by smiling at a stranger, making small talk with somebody, giving a compliment. These are just examples, but you fill in the blank what you would like to do today to make someone else smile. I'll learn something new today by blank. Maybe it's listening to this podcast. Maybe it's listening to my quickie podcasts that will be coming out every day. Maybe it's reading for 15 minutes. 
about something, a nonfiction topic that you're interested in, whatever that is. Again, maybe you're in school. Well, then it's easy. I'll improve my health today by, so I think we all know that it could be something about your food or your activity, or maybe it's medication or whatever that is. For each of us, it's different. This is one, one I love and probably could be a bit of a challenge. I will create my own joy today. Bye. And this is something I'm really passionate about because I've always found joy in the little things in life. It's just who I am as a person. But not everybody's like that. So I think it has to be a bit deliberate for many of us. So maybe it's that you'll make a coffee date with somebody. Maybe it's that you'll plan something in the future. Maybe it's that you're volunteering. All right. So for me, again, those who are watching, and I'm sorry to those who aren't, but if you haven't, then go look on social media because if you have never seen me, you're in for a little bit of a surprise. I have glasses that I'm obsessed with. Hair eyewear on my website. I actually have a $25 off link. It's under Deb's faves. I'm obsessed. So they are, and I have prescription glasses. I wear progressives. Glasses that have special magnets and allow you to attach a topper with different designs. And people think I own all of these different pair of glasses. I'm not even going to tell you how many of these toppers I have because it's a little bit of a problem for me. But every day, and I'll take them off here so you can see, every day I get to pick out my topper and match my outfit. And it makes me happy. It brings a smile to my face. Look, it might not do it for you, but it's something so small, but it's very intentional and it starts my day off, like I said, with a smile. It's like, oh, what topper am I going to wear today? And I try them all on, the few that might match my outfit, whatever floats your boat, as they say. Okay, next one, I am grateful for. So gratitude changes your mindset. We're always focused or many of us are focused on what's negative, we're complaining, we're blaming, we're not thinking about all the things in our lives that we're grateful for. And I'm not just saying, and, and don't let me trivialize this, your friends, your family, of course, all of those things. But what about like the little things? What about like yesterday on my porch, there was a big, hairy, fuzzy caterpillar. And I'm watching it crawl and thinking, I can't wait to see what kind of beautiful butterfly you're going to turn into. And this whole thing is amazing. And I'm grateful for caterpillars and butterflies. Quite frankly, that's something before I started a gratitude practice, I never would have paid attention to. But now, since I have a gratitude practice, I'm always looking for things to be grateful for. And that's kind of cool. And it kind of does bring daily joy into my life. 
Next on the list is daily affirmations. And that's a whole other podcast topic of what is an affirmation and how do you use them and how do you create them. But it's a, a positive sentence, let's just say. So like I choose to make the rest of my life the best of my life. That's one that I really love. I accomplish everything I set my mind to. I am capable and will reach my goal of X. So something like that. And then that's all on the first page. And then there's a second page that is just other things to do on my other things on my to-do list. And I interviewed somebody, I guess you'll hear it in a couple of weeks on the podcast, who said she didn't like to call it a to-do list. It's her to-do list. So to-do, to-do list. I still like them. That particular woman didn't, and I understand what she was saying, but it just helps me to brain dump everything that I have to do because once I have it on paper, then I don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. If I don't have it on paper, then I'm always like, oh gosh, I can't forget, right? Oh, I can't forget I have to do this. I can't forget I have to do that. So here, it's just a list. It also has little circles. You can go by, cross it off, check it off, whatever you want. And then there's a third page. And that is meant to be a blank piece of paper. If you do want a free form journal, you can have everything together in one spot. And it just says morning journaling. You put the date and blank lines right away, wherever that may lead you. I want to really, really encourage you to give journaling a try. It doesn't have to be long. It sounds to me, even I know what it's like, and I just explained that whole long thing. You can make it as short or as long as you want it to be. So don't be intimidated by all those things that I just listed. That's just options that I have on my morning sprinkle of goodness pages. You can take a blank page and write whatever the heck you want in there. You can do it whatever way. There is no right way. The only right way is what works for you and allows you to be consistent. So I hope I've inspired you to give it a try because if you're a person who said, I can't or I don't do journaling, well, you're wrong and you can. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening today. And remember, you've always had the power, my dear. You've just had to learn it for yourself. Until next time.